0: Hello and welcome to Media MD, uh, the podcast where each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that the other person has somehow missed. I am Ruben Morehouse.
1: And I'm Elliot Diebold.
0: And this fortnight it's my turn, Elliot, to uh, re- prescribe you a piece of media. And the one I have chosen for you is a new piece of media that we haven't, a new media type that we haven't discussed on MediaMD Alert. So let's ring the, the sound effect bell. Ding,
1: ding, ding, new media
0: alert. Um, this one is a podcast. Oh. So, topical. Yeah, it's I don't know if it's a bit incestuous to kind of recommend a podcast on a podcast, but we'll kind of see how we go, well, I guess.
1: I feel like I'll have to give it a good rating otherwise it'll just seem bitchy.
0: Yeah, so so you have to give it a 10 out of 10 and then we'll tweet <laughs> the link to the podcast to the other podcast and we'll get some cross promotion going. <laughs> That's the plan. This is a very branding focused episode. No. Mm. Um this is a podcast. I guess before I talk about it, I want to talk about Uh, the McElroy brothers. Have you heard of the McElroy brothers? No. Okay. So if you were more into podcasts and you listen to more podcasts, you probably would have heard of them. They're three brothers. uh, Griffin is the youngest, Travis, the middle brother, and Justin, the oldest brother, who are very, very involved in the comedy podcast scene at the moment. Right. Okay. And you might, you've probably, in fact, I know I've certainly showed you some of their stuff before, Two of them are like uh, uh, writers and video content producers for Polygon, the gaming website, and they basically started out this podcast called "My Brother, My Brother and Me" like six or seven years ago. Or something. Oh, I um, I
1: do remember driving driving somewhere with you a year or two ago, and you put and you put that on. Yeah. So.
0: The podcast I'm going to be recommending to you this fortnight is like a spinoff. One of their first spinoff podcasts that they did. So their original podcast, my brother, my brother and me has been going for so long and it's become so successful that they've all got like three or four other podcasts, which have just <laughs> spun off from this one. Um, I think I checked this morning and they're at like 14 or 15 podcasts in total now. So they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty podcasty. Um, anyway, I'm busy. the one we're talking about is called the adventure zone. Um, and it is a, it's a D and D podcast where they, the three brothers, play D and D also with their dad. Okay. So uh, I think, I think we've, you and I, have played D and D together one one time. Is
1: that and right? That yeah, that's the the one and only time I've I've played D and D. But think... I'm sure,
0: yeah. It's it's become D and D has become such a like well known thing that I'm sure everyone basically knows the the premise of it. It's like people are in a fantasy setting and they roll dice and they do stuff. You know.
1: I think, like, the only experience I had with it before we played it, and I think a good education, is that, that Community episode. Uh, yeah. It's towards the end of Season 2 of Community, they play Dungeons & Dragons. That's, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know.
0: Yeah, and that's that episode actually is a pretty good um, parallel to the podcast I'm recommending, because in that episode, they didn't really bother with a bunch of the rules of D&D. They just tried to tell this story, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's basically what happens in this podcast. Um, it's called The Adventure Zone and it's a fortnightly, like our podcast, it's fortnightly and every fortnight they come up with this episode um, detailing the adventure of these of the three characters. Um, two of the brothers and the dad are the players and then the youngest brother, Griffin, is like the, the dungeon master, right? Okay. Um, and so the reason I really like this podcast is because, well, I guess I should describe it kind of started out as a spinoff and... The other podcast is very much a comedy podcast and kind of just that. And that's how this podcast started off. They were just kind of dicking around. and It was very like generic D&D jokes, you know, like rolling dice. Oh, you know, that's a bit, that's a bit funny. Ha ha ha. And they would do all these kind of jokes. But as it kind of progressed, even towards the end of the first, like five or six episodes, which kind of describe an arc in the story, it started getting a lot weirder, and I think the, the dungeon master, Griffin, started getting a lot more involved in it. And he started putting together this really, really complicated and elaborate story that they've started playing through. Okay. Yeah, and so the reason I like it is just because it kind of... It started out just being a comedy podcast about D&D, and now it's transformed into really basically a storytelling podcast where these these three characters are so like fleshed out over the course of their adventure... And they go into all these really interesting situations that have been prepared by by Griffin,
1: by their DM. So should I be going back to the start or are you just expecting me to sort of it is, jump in? It is very story-based. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah, so at the moment they're at about 50 episodes, I think. 51 okay. or 52. Some of those are like kind of side episodes that you can kind of skip over and stuff. Um, so I think it's about 50. The first uh, three arcs... After they finished the first three arcs, they realized that they had kind of started improving the podcast a lot. And they did like a two or three hour, like, summary episode. So okay. if you really want to, you can just kind of jump in at the end of those and they'll give you a summary of what's happened. I wouldn't recommend doing that because I still think the first three episodes are, like, really good. But, you know, if if you are pushed for time, um, you can do that. Each episode is about an hour to an hour okay. and a half. So. That kind of gives you the amount of content that it is. It's, it is a bit dense, and I know I'm, I've been bringing you a couple of dense things in a row, but I'm just saying, yeah. Um, yeah, so what else do I want to talk about? Uh, I've talked about the backstory. I guess I'll talk about what I just- it's actually about. A little or, unless you have any questions yeah
1: didn't Dan Harmon already do this or do it <laughs> yeah so because because Dan Dan had the podcast version but he also had like a short TV show type thing where he yeah well.
0: Harmon quest kind of spun off and now that is a really good show and that I would actually that's a good comparison that I forgot about but yeah it's very similar I'd say like it's got this overarching story and they're kind of well, even so, they don't take the story as seriously in Harmon Quest as they do yeah. in The Adventure Zone, to some but, degree. But
1: Because ha- like, yeah. Harmon Harman Quest is the only only one that I've s- well, I've seen it. But to be honest, like, so most of it was just animated and things. And honestly, that kind of felt unnecessary. I can see why this mm. would work just as well in a podcast as it yeah. would. Uh, well, po- probably better. I mean, I, and I guess that's really the point of D&D is... You you are just all sitting around a table, and you're meant to be imagining this stuff anyway. So audio's probably all you should need.
0: Yeah, although the reason why this succeeds, where regular D D kind of fails a bit, is this is edited. And in regular mm. D D, it's like there's often long stretches of time where you're just like, "What are we gonna do now?" Oh, let's roll some dice, and this is kind of, and you kind of plod along very slowly. Whereas the Adventure Zone, yeah, starts getting edited a lot more, so it's actually on track, which is, <laughs> it's good, it's good. I've, this, this podcast kind of got me into these role-playing games a lot, and um, I've been trying to look for other role-playing podcasts, and I just have never found one that has hit all the same buttons as well as the Adventure Zone does.
1: Okay.
0: Um, anyway, we've been talking about it for a while, and I haven't actually told you anything about the characters or the plot or anything. And I don't want to go too to admit to that because they do introduce it. And then the plot really starts getting quite mind fucky and, um, it goes on for, yeah, it's been, it's been, I mean, the show's been running for two or three years. So basically you can imagine Griffin McElroy, the DM has been basically planning out all these cool events for all this time. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually starting to come towards the end of the story at the moment. Um, all right, I've said this twice. I, really ha- I want to tell you about the characters, okay? So yeah. just stop interrupting me with your on-point <laughs> questions and let me, <laughs> let me describe it. So there are three characters. Um, Griffin is the DM, and then their two brothers and their dad play the other characters. So their dad plays a dwarf called Merle, who's the party cleric. Um, okay. There is Tarko, who's the wizard, and there is Magnus, the fighter. And so these are kind of the archetypical like D&D roles, right? Yeah. The wizard, the fighter, and the cleric. Um, And that's kind of very, uh, very representative of how the podcast started out. It's just, they start, let's play this basic D&D campaign and just go with it. And it's, you know, a bit. it goes a bit slowly and it's not as tightly edited and it's not as funny, Um, but then they really start investing in their characters a lot and it starts building into this world-spanning, bizarre, engaging story. And that's why I really like it is because I feel like it's kind of similar to Worm in this way, where you start getting these characters really fleshed out and building this world. And it just kind of builds into this really engaging thing.
1: Okay. I mean, that's, that's interesting. Cause it, I mean, I guess apart from Griffin, it's not really like anyone sort of sitting down to write it. It's just sort of happening. No, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, Griffin is writing like the events and it's very yeah. unlike regular D and D where it's player oriented. Griffin is basically telling them wh- where they're going and what their events are. And they kind of engage with these events in their own way. Um, and so the, the other, the players don't really have any agency in the story to some degree outside of just their own characters. Yeah. And that's kind of, I feel like why the start is a bit weaker is because they have these characters, but they don't really connect with them. And then I think, I'm I'm just assuming this is what happened, but around arc two or three, they actually sat down and were like, okay, what are these characters? Who are they? What are we going to do with them? And then they actually started having proper characters and backstory and they really started building up this. Engaging situation. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain oh, yeah. without you having seen it, but maybe we'll talk about it in part two of the episode. Um, so, any yeah. other things I want to touch on? I guess I just want to say one other thing, which I'm very excited for. And this isn't really relevant to you right now, but uh, it's cool. They they've started making a comic book out of the show, just because it's been so successful and it's so engaging that they the dad who is Clint McElroy, their father, who is kind of a has been. Is is a big comic fan and has I think written comics before as well. Um, he started writing their co- the story into a comic and they've started getting it um, drawn up and I think it's being released in about six months. The first arc, I'm not sure, but that's pretty exciting. I, mean, um, I know that's not really relevant to you, but it's exciting <laughs> and I'm excited, so I'm going to talk about it. Why not? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so I'll just wait for the comic.
0: (laughs) Well, the problem is (laughs) that comic's been in development for like a year and a half, and it's only the first arc, so (laughs) waiting for the comic means you're going to get the story at quite a slow pace, but mm. I mean, I guess you could. You could just wait for the trade. Um, But yeah, I I feel like I can't really talk about it too much without you having actually experienced it a bit more. Um, So yeah, I guess I'll just let you listen to it. Okay. So yeah, I I don't know how far I expect you to get in the story. Yeah, I didn't really talk about the format that much, but we'll talk about it in the second part, I guess. See how you go.
1: Okay, see you in two weeks.
0: Yeah, I'll pass this on to future Elliot and Ruben. Hey everyone, it's Ruben from the future here. I'm just dropping by to let you know that what you're about to listen to, part two of our episode on the Adventure Zone, does contain spoilers for up to Arc 7, the Suffering Game, which is like episode 54 or 55. If you want to listen to the Adventure Zone, you can pause your device now... And now that you're back, we'll continue the show. And we are back two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Alright, Elliot. So how'd you do? Yeah?
1: I'll dive straight into it. Um mm-hmm. I guess it's weird because normally at this point I'd try and do a pot synopsis or like a, mm. a little summary of what it is but there's not really more to say than what you sort of did in the first part like yeah it's it's guys playing dungeons and dragons like the the plot in and of itself isn't really super relevant it's more just the, the journey as the guys are going through it like
0: well where did you get up to
1: um so i'm halfway through the third arc which is the battle car the racing. pedals to the metal yeah, yeah. okay so battle, sorry battle wagons um, not cars
0: Yes, so um. no cars in D and D. No, no, <laughs> but there are wagons with engines. Sorry,
1: well, um, Griffin made that mistake about twenty times, so I feel like I'm okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I sh- I'm gonna say before we get emails and stuff, you're only up to arc three. Just trust that the plot does become
1: quite relevant. Well, I mean, quite I mean, I see, I see that there there is a is a plot. Like there is an overarching plot, and and I get okay. all that. But I wouldn't say that. At least, yeah, where I'm up to, I wouldn't say that it's really part of what makes this great like there's a plot yes um like the plot could be very different and yet the podcast will still kind of pretty much be the same well Um,
0: that is true up until i think arc four or maybe arc five which is when the plot really starts to get important and stuff starts to really happen
1: i went to their website um about two days ago and interestingly the, the the sort of most recent post was this uh big entry by uh griffin the, the dungeon master basically addressing criticisms in the current arc and explaining why he's doing what he does and i so i don't know i don't know if, if you're up to date on oh, it, but really? appar- apparently people don't don't enjoy what they're doing at the moment which i thought was interesting i really
0: love the current arc uh, um, we should say i'm just going to put it out there so that people know what arc i'm talking about which is it's called the suffering game i think it's really yeah. good at the moment
1: yeah um i have to check that out after the podcast yeah i mean i i read the thing so i I got a little a few little spoilers for what the suffering game is about but like it sounded cool to me like (laughs) uh, okay
0: well why didn't you tell me this before we recorded so i could check it out (laughs) and then know what what you were talking about Um,
1: i mean basically people so first off he said people were criticizing that they weren't following the rules but i mean it, even oh, myself barely knowing the Dungeons and Dragons rules, I, I can tell that they've pretty much been doing that since the start. Um, and then yeah, I guess it, the the current arc is all about stripping the, the, the guys of powerful stuff and, and parts of their characters. Yeah, and, yeah, basically. And apparently people don't like that, but anyway. But
0: if you think about the format of this show, it's like three people playing D&D and it is a f- comedy show and like in D, the threat is death right the yeah. threat is death of your characters but they can't kill off the character in this show because it's yeah. not just for the players it's this entertainment as well and you can't just fucking re-roll the characters in well, that's halfway what, through so
1: that's what griffin actually actually said in this in this post he was like i tried to come up with stakes that weren't death
0: yeah, you can't... Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why in the suffering game they're, they're like losing health point maximums and they're losing like their abilities and stuff mm. because they have to have some kind of consequences, yeah. right? Well, and you also said anyway.
1: it's a good way to address power creep, which I think is a, a bit of a concern mm. in any Dungeons & Dragons uh, campaign.
0: Yeah, very true. Yeah, um, your characters just start acquiring fucking magical weapons everywhere and then it's like oh yeah, I have like six magical swords which I can throw at this monster and they do a billion damage each. Um, sorry, we're getting a bit distracted. We yeah. should try and stay on topic.
1: So I, I'd go into the characters, but so this is probably one of the things, I don't know if I'm just voice blind or maybe it would help if I listen to their other podcasts. I don't really know who's who, if that makes sense. So I know right. I know there's Merle, Taco, and Magnus, but if you ask me yeah. which, Merle is the dad whose name I think is Clint. Yep. And I know Griffin because he's the dungeon master, but the two brothers, I don't even know which is which. One of them's called Justin. Justin and Travis. Travis, that's it. Yeah, but I don't know which character's which. Like, really? which one's Taco? Do you feel like
0: that impedes your understanding of the show? Uh,
1: it, there were there were a few moments where, yeah, it's sort of like, there were definitely moments, because it was always Travis and Justin who I was getting confused. I didn't know which one was which, and so sometimes I feel like some things were a bit lost on me, but I mean, in general, no, I didn't really feel like I had to know who was who. Mm. Um,
0: well, do you want me to tell you who's who?
1: Um, I mean, I'll probably just forget again, but yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I can understand why you're doing that. Justin plays Taco and
1: um, okay.
0: I was about to yeah. say Merle plays. <laughs> Travis plays I'm, Magnus. So I guess because they,
1: they never really introduced themselves in this. Like, And I guess yeah. like they only introduced their dad. Uh, and also his voice stands out, whereas the three brothers yeah. do all have kind of similar voices, which yeah. you'd expect. Yeah,
0: I guess it's because it is a spin-off or at least it started as a spin off of yeah. their other show, which is so much about them, right? Like mm. it's their show. I yeah. guess they just expected that most people, and I guess towards the start, that's what happened. Most people just came on from Mabim Bam, their other show.
1: Yeah, and I mean, part of it could have just been, like, me being an idiot, but, like, Mm. I I don't know. That's always a possibility. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I just, I, like, even now I'm 21 episodes in, and, like, I know, I know everything about Taco, but I wouldn't be able to remember, if it's a joke specifically about Justin or Travis, I don't really know how that maps to the characters. And
0: I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that there. There's not a lot of in jokes from. There are one or two specific references to my brother, my brother and me. their other yeah, podcasts, but like, usually, there's not that many in
1: jokes. Well, and they they end up explaining it as well because their dad doesn't. Um, oh yeah, good point for podcasts. An Though the dad ended up being the most relatable character because he didn't know what was going on with their other podcasts.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's always forgetting which of his dice he's meant to use and stuff that is very D&D outsider, even though he's probably one of the most experienced in yeah. that kind of nerd culture way.
1: Um, yeah, but being somewhat unfamiliar with Dungeons & Dragons myself, again, like that was sort of, you know, he'd, he'd ask for clarifications a lot and I'd be like, oh good, I didn't really understand what they were saying either. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of, I mean, these guys are funny. Like, I don't, that's the first thing I'd say is like, the four of them are just really funny um and quite quite quick-witted um like 'cause because you talked about how there's like a comic book version of it coming out and i saw a preview and i don't know if it if it works as well because a huge part of the humor uh, like at least my opinion is like it comes from just how improvised like improvised it all is like yeah. they're just sort of saying what comes into their heads and i feel like seeing it written down like that it would lose a lot of like just how like it's it, somebody would say something stupid and then the others would all jump in on it or you know make fun of them and
0: yeah it, it loses its improvisational quality i guess yeah and that's a good point i hadn't thought of that
1: because because like improv humor is is quite different to scripted humor um see
0: i f- i feel like the comic book is going to be basically mainly aimed at fans though so that's going to lose that's true that's not really going to matter that much
1: um but yeah these guys these guys are funny and there's like a lot of their stuff is is reference humor like they're they're huge they huge fans of referential humor which which i am too mm. so that was good but there were definitely <laughs> there were lots of references they were making that that i didn't get um which is sort of always a problem with any referential humor based thing um yeah. but it was it was often it was weird so they'd make some 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 reference that i didn't understand And then all of them would just be laughing, and I'd often find myself just laughing as well. And then realizing I didn't actually get it, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. Like, yeah, that happens to me as well. The positive—they're
0: infectious. Yeah, yeah. they
1: have a very positive. The the whole podcast is such a positive energy, and and the humor is just so infectious. I often found myself laughing at jokes that I that I didn't get, um, which was weird.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a kind of hallmark of their their the content that they produce. That okay. is that they are just brimming with positivity and they just try and like exploit all the weirdness in a very positive way in everything that they do, which is, I think, why they're so successful because they yeah. bring such a fresh and positive take to comedy.
1: Yeah, it is true. that like, despite being very sarcastic and cynical, they're still very positive.
0: Yeah. Which um, is a weird combination. It
1: is. Yeah. But it, it, it works.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think? Give me. You yeah. haven't really said whether you overall liked it or disliked. I mean, I I get that you liked it from how you were talking about it, but
1: yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely liked it. Like, it's just, it was fun. Um, mm. like more than anything else, it was just like it was just funny to sit there and listen to these guys just have fun together. Like, you can tell that they all just genuinely enjoy spending time together and and just doing this sort of stuff. Um, and I think yeah. that's what really makes it fun to listen to is yeah it's just them like as they would say goofing around together um Mm. and making fun of each other and and everything and everyone else um and and yeah like yeah i I don't know there's no i don't really feel like there's much more to say about about it than that like
0: it's just fun yeah it was
1: just just really fun like um things like plot criticism or characterization don't really make sense in this context because in stuff like role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons it's all so fluid anyway and mm. and there was a lot of that like the the characterization of the characters like changed so much like i think Taco the wizard started off just like a normal wizard then in about episode 5 or 6 um whichever brother is doing taco Justin uh, Justin yeah. uh just decided to make him an idiot um, <laughs> And that was and that was funny. Um,
0: he kind of morphs into a bit of an idiot savant throughout the show.
1: Yeah, it actually I mean, and they made this joke, but it was very similar to what happened to Taco in the FX show the league. Like there was a character called Taco in that. Oh really? Yeah. Um and they they, they mentioned that connection once, but he had the same thing. He like he was a character in that show and he he got progressively dumber and dumber to the point in the show where it wasn't funny anymore because he was too dumb. Um <laughs>
0: They over-Flanderized him.
1: Yeah, they did, um, 100%. And I sort of started to feel like that was happening a bit with with Taco in the podcast as well. But then like uh, Justin sort of pivoted again and, yeah. and made him a bit smarter. So it, it's kind of nice that they have that ability to just play it as they want.
0: Yeah. And the thing I like about something that's a bit smaller like this is they have a very strong engagement with their community. And I feel like in some circumstances that would lead them to pay too much attention to what the community wants and not follow what is their creative goals. But I feel like the the three brothers and their dad are very good at listening and incorporating positive and negative responses into their show and trying to keep it engaging for the audience, which is, it's good.
1: I really yeah, like that. that's true. And, and they were cool. I liked their audience engagement stuff. Um, Mm. So, like, you could if you tweeted about the show and stuff early on, um, they named characters after you and stuff like that. Yeah, so yep. I thought stuff like that was was cool. Um, and then, in between the sort of arcs, they they go to Fantasy Costco, um, and people <laughs> could submit uh, items that they, that would be available for purchase there. Um, mm-hmm. I thought those were cool ways of, of integrating the audience um, yeah. into it um yeah but i mean and, and it was funny listening to griffin criticize i think you know they're like some of the submissions they got the first time he did it was like oh you know this is the sort of awesomeness and it does like a billion damage <laughs>
0: does six and, million uh, yeah. damage to anyone <laughs> and griffin's
1: yeah. like oh, like don't send crap like this <laughs> like oh.
0: you just wait there's such a fucking good payoff for that stuff later on oh my god i don't want to spoil it but it's so amazing
1: okay so i mean i Give it a number. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, this is hard. Uh, I'll say like eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. Um, Okay. That's but I mean, yeah. Like I guess again, this is another one of those things where I feel like I'd probably know who the sort of people I'm going to recommend it to, and other people I just Mm. wouldn't. Um,
0: Yeah. Fair enough. But I mean, I I mean, already uh, people who listen to podcasts are already a subset of people who, you know. So it's it's already a bit of a niche recommendation, but. When it when someone wants this niche, I feel like it's one of it's the best out yeah. there at what it
1: does. So yeah, I mean, because technically this was my first podcast I've ever listened to. Mm. Um, ironically, I've been co-hosting one, but not actually listening to any. Um, mm. But yeah, like uh, I quite enjoyed it. Like and it, yeah, I you well, know, like I said, I went I went listen to one of their other ones. I wouldn't be surprised if if I have the time, I'll end up trying to do a few more. But yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You just wait until the plot actually starts becoming important.
1: Yeah. Well, I think more than anything else, this got me. <laughs> this got me really craving to just play some play some role playing games.
0: That's what I said in the prescription part, yeah. man. This is what made me want to play D and D, and now I fucking play this game like two or three times a week, and it's killing my life. <laughs> <laughs> all because of this dumb podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. Eight out of ten. Eight and a half out of ten. Yep. Nice. Nailed it. Alright,
1: cool, and... and
0: And that wraps up another episode of Media MD. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, If you'd like to to check out MediaMD.com... No, MediaMDPodcast.com, sorry. Um, You can find more stuff about our podcast there. Listen to older episodes and stuff. Um, Next fortnight, we'll be checking out a movie called Attack the Block with our friend Nicholas Corey.
1: Hi, guys. Yeah, it's a science (laughs) fiction film. I I think you're going to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, um... Yeah, well, if you want to check that out before next fortnight or just meet us back here and we'll talk about it. All right. Awesome.